Welcome to the Top Advisor Podcast, brought to you by Proud Mouse Pod Rocket Academy. I'm your host, Bill Cates, creator of the Cates Academy for Relationship Marketing. In each episode, I interview one of our industry's top performers, getting them to pass on their secrets to success to you, so that you can impact more lives and generate more income. Now, on to the show. Welcome, welcome. Before we get started for today's show, I want to let you know about a new tool that we're offering to help you tap into the strategies and tactics that will help you create exponential growth. And it's so affordable, you may doubt its value, but that would be a mistake on your part. And I have a special code that will make your investment in this new tool a no-brainer. I'll tell you a little more about this tool and how to save a few bucks a a bit later in, in today's program. Also, we have a ton of resources on our website, guides, scripts, checklists, et cetera, there for you with our compliments. And again, while these resources are free, again, I think you'll find them very valuable. So let me go to referralcoach.com forward slash resources, referralcoach.com forward slash resources. Now on with the show. How are you doing when it comes to attracting and working with women? You know that our industry has been dominated by men on both sides of the conference room table. As of January 2023, only about 18% of financial advisors are women. Among CFPs, certified financial uh, professionals, about 25, 24% are women. And current projections indicate that that ratio is unlikely to change in the near future, which of course is a shame because things are changing on the other side of the conference room table. At this moment in time, women control about one third of, U- of total US household financial assets, representing more than $10 trillion. By 2030, women in the United States are projected to control much of the 30 trillion in financial assets that baby boomers will possess. Women are also the largest beneficiaries of the current transfer of wealth. And since women are living an average of five years longer than men, 90% of all women will be managing their own finances during the final years of their life. So let me ask you again, how are you doing when it comes to working with and attracting women and helping them with their money. With your client couples of men and women, are you even unconsciously favoring the man over the woman? You know, the number one thing that women say when changing advisors at the death of their spouse is, he was my husband's advisor, not mine. Ouch. Well, that's enough about this topic from me. Let's turn to one of the experts in this area, Adri Miller Heckman. As a former financial advisor and national training officer with Smith Barney, Adri learned firsthand what it takes to succeed as a woman in a male-dominated industry. In her role as a financial advisor, Adri was a single mom raising three kids on her own and credits her success to her focus on the woman's market. She knew from day one that women wanted a different experience and shared her message with everyone. This alone propelled her to the top of her class and the opportunity to become a national training officer for the firm. In 2004, Adri left the corporate world and started her own coaching practice, helping financial advisors from across the globe capitalize on the growing women's market. And currently works on two basic fronts. First, 
Her FemEx advisor program helps female advisors succeed in this male-dominated profession without working longer or harder or sacrificing more. Adri's podcast, FemEx Advisor, is a trusted resource for female advisors ready to embrace their authentic selves. And second, Adri's book that I'm going to hold up right now for those watching the video, Keys to the Ladies' Room, has empowered thousands of advisors, men and women alike, to create their female-friendly business and marketing plan that appeals to women and attracts clients of both genders. This second front, helping you attract and serve more female clients, will be the focus of today's show. Adri Miller-Heckman, that's a long introduction. Welcome to Top Advisor Podcast. Well, thank you, Bill. It's a pleasure and a privilege to be on your podcast. Well, I've uh, been looking forward to this, for this for a long time. You know, before we get into some of the ideas and strategies and methods that I'm confident our listeners will find useful and valuable, if you don't mind, I'd like you to start with your story of how your mother mm -hmm. has been such an inspirational force in your life, uh, a story you share on your website, but, but I wanted you to share it here with everyone, if you don't mind. You know, that story fueled my whole practice as a financial advisor. Hmm. And I, I don't think it's, um, I think it's a pretty typical story. When I was a young woman, my dad was always good at investing, right? He was a district attorney, but he invested in real estate. He invested in the stock market. And to his credit, he always encouraged my mom to participate, to get more involved. The problem is when she did get involved because she couldn't understand the concepts of P.E. ratio uh, and she didn't understand the efficient frontier. She felt she walked away from those meetings feeling stupid, incapable of learning. And as a young woman, this really bothered me. And so when I became a financial advisor, I wanted to make sure that Every woman, especially women like my mother, were able to experience an environment where they were encouraged, where they were inspired, where they felt safe, where they felt heard, and so that they became more empowered. And I will tell you what's really interesting, Bill, is that when I left the industry to become a national training officer and went into the training side of it, I allowed um, a friend of mine who was a financial advisor to work with my parents. And I think my mom, now understand, my dad was a very dominant source. Mm -hmm. And my mom rarely went against him. But I got a call from her when she was 70 years old. And she said, Andrea, I want a new advisor. And I said, whoa, okay, why mom? And she said, because Michelle never talks to me. She only talks to your father. So this issue is not solely in the, in the hands of the male advisors. This industry has taught us how to work in the male framework, right? And that's and and this is going on over and over. And one thing you mentioned, we talked about women lose a spouse and they don't want their husband's advisor. Well, here's what's happening. They have options now. Mm -hmm. My mother, had she not been my daughter or my mother, would have been invited to one of my events. And she would have said, wow, 
this is different than what I'm experiencing right now with my financial advisor. So that story fueled everything I did. And continues to. Continues Uh, to. That's great. Uh, Some big points there that are going to come out as we go. Uh, So I have some some big questions I want to ask you and probably a lot of little ones along the way that are going to drive this conversation. So the first and most obvious is why should financial advisors focus on the women's market? Uh, You know, what's the why behind all this? You know, it's, you know, that our business is a commodity today, right? And when you, well, I always talk about the $25 million question, and this is a true story. Pam Pickens, a former client of mine before she became a client, had the opportunity she and her team to meet with a a gentleman and his wife and daughter who had just sold their business for 25 million. And they prepared for this event. They prepared for the presentation. They had licenses, you know, beyond the norm. They had experience, they had tools. They did a bang up job on the presentation. But at the end of the presentation, the gentleman said, so I've interviewed three other financial advisory firms, why should I pick you? And she said, Adri, I knew right then we should have hired you a long time ago. She Mm -hmm. said, all we could talk about was our experience, our licenses, um, our tools, our platform, the name of our firm, the performance, and nothing about that was differentiated us. Had I been able to say, because Mr. Smith, we are committed to empowering and engaging every woman so that if something happens to you, your wife and your daughter are prepared to make smart financial decisions to make the transition easier and more comfortable. And that, I would say, is one of the most powerful benefits of truly having a different path for women to go down when they work with you as a financial advisor. It is a powerful differentiator. Now, the other huge benefit is referrals. Yeah, we all know, and this is your bailiwick, Bill, but we all know that women talk. They work in communities, and when they are impressed with what you're doing, they're going to share it with every woman they know. But here's what's interesting. My business was built on referrals from men. Any man I spoke to, whether I was at a networking event, a social event, um, a conference, and he said, what do you do, Adri? And I said, well, my real focus is empowering women with their financial lives. And they would immediately, these men who had been prospected by everybody in their neighbor, their defenses go down, their egos are perked up a little bit thinking, well, wait, why are you focusing on women? Why are you not prospecting me? And as I immediately share, well, let me tell you why I do this. And I share my story. They are immediately thinking about their wife, their partner, their coworker, their mother, they are protectors and providers. And they are immediately referring you, referring their the women they care about to you. And then they become your client as well. And that happened over 
and over and over again. Mm. So the referral base is huge. Yeah, it it's interesting how I've seen so many times an advisor may start a conversation around referrals, introductions, and you know, the man sometimes, I know these are generalizations here, but the man will say, well, I don't know, we'll think about it, right? And the woman will say, well, you know, what about Laura? What about George, you know? And uh, then advisors aren't sure what to do because, you know, the woman wants to talk and the man doesn't. And I said, yeah, you'll work it out. It'll be fine. Um, so in addition to referrals or continuing with that flow, I guess, you know, how will focus on the uh, on the women's market, on women in general, uh, impact the growth of an advisor's business? You touched on referrals. There's probably a few other things there you want to talk well, about. Well, we know that the market is growing. And, and it's interesting what you talked about. You know, we, we mentioned that 18% of the financial advisors today approximately um, are women advisors. Well, that number, when I got hired at Smith Barney, it was because Smith, Barney, and Merrill Lynch were sued. It was a huge class action suit. You may remember it had to do with the boom, boom room. And the courts um, forced Smith, Barney, and Merrill Lynch that all new hires, 25% had to be women. So needless to say, that obviously opened the door up for many women to enter the industry, right? And, but yet... The, the rate of women then, they couldn't, it wasn't sustainable then because they didn't have the infrastructure to really help women, many of which who had come from the service site to transition. And so today you've only got 18% where it may have been only 13%, but the growth of women and wealth today is growing at a much faster pace a much faster pace. So if you truly want to tap into one of the most lucrative markets that are increasing in size and, and net worth, it's the women's market that will give you more traction. And when you can focus all of your efforts on the female market, your marketing will dif differentiate yourself. It really gives you something unique to market that again differentiates you. You know, with your book, Radical Relevance, right? You need to stand out. You need to have something about you that people will remember. And when you focus on the women's market, that is that key differentiator. Let me give you another example. Mm -hmm. When you are focusing on the center of influence industry, and we all know that there are some centers of influence that will never give you referrals. They just don't think that way. But the ones that do, when you approach them and say, I'm here to talk about the women's market, and you can interview the the um, center of influence. Let's say you're talking to a divorce attorney. You now have the opportunity to say, let me ask you something. What percentage of your clients are women? You're not saying what percentage of your clients are high net worth. Obviously, they know where you're going with this. Mm -hmm. 
But when you say what percentage of your clients are women, they're kind of taken aback. And they're really forced to think about their business. And then you can say, we specialize. We have a whole side of our business that is designed for women. And we're looking for financial advisors who really understand the women's market. So what you've done is you've really narrowed that market down to something that is more tangible, that is more remarkable, that is more relevant, right? And they will remember you. Yeah. And, and uh, it's interesting with the first example, uh, approaching a man, you say, you know, I work with women. Uh, you said a little more eloquently that, but all of a sudden this person, you're right. The defenses go down. You're not prospecting. Oh my God. Him, right. And then same thing uh, I found, you know, with, with anyone, when you describe your market in some way, they start to just naturally picture people. They just, it gets, it creates a visual almost in the brain. So, you know, I, I just interviewed for uh, Top Advisor Podcast, Russ Thornton, whose business name is Wealth Care for Women. So we're on a little bit of a theme here. And uh, does one need to focus just on women? Could it be just a part of their practice? And yes. Can men like Russ also be successful focusing on women? I mean, I'm sure some women would rather work with a woman and some women still would maybe for whatever reason, rather work with a man. So talk about that mix a little bit. You bring up a really good point. Traditionally, I mean, there are many men that I have coached in the past who say, you know, I look at my book of business and I tend to attract more women. So they already have this internal respect and appreciation for women and women can feel it. Heard that right? a lot. Yeah. yeah, but think what would happen if they actually changed a few things about their practice and made it a more intentional focus, right? That would be powerful. So you bring up a good point. There are many advisors. Most of the female advisors that I coach, they're going down this women's path. So they're a, a multitude of ways. Think of it as this. Dippers, waders, and divers. So I, I I, want you to think about there's this lake at the top of this mountain, and you've heard great things about this lake. And so you, you, you've set out, you've got your backpack, you're hot, you're sweaty, you go over this little knoll, you think it's just over the next hill. But finally, finally, this lake appears, and it just sparkles. It's sparkling like little diamonds on the water. And you're so hot and you're so sweaty. And so you take your backpack off and you go up to the lake and you put your, your foot in the water. And for some of you, you're, you're dippers, right? You're going to dip your toe in. You're going to try a few things. You're going to incorporate a few little things that show you care. Okay. And we'll talk about that, but you're really not ready to do too much transformation. So for those of you that are dippers, you might change a few things in your office. You might change um, part of your profiling, but you don't want to go too steep into that because it's <laughs> kind of cold and uncomfortable. Right. Then you've got the waiters and the waiters are those that really want 
a step-by-step process. They want to go carefully. They want to go slowly. They, they're they worried about alienating their existing clients, which doesn't happen. And so they go in, they go knee-deep, and they splash a little bit, and they get comfortable here, and then they go a little bit deeper. And then they get comfortable with that, and then they go dip, deeper. And then eventually they will submerge themselves, right? Because Every step of the way, it becomes more and more and more comfortable. And that's fabulous. And then you've got the divers. And these are the financial advisors who want to go all in. Now, many of these are female advisors, and they are willing to transform their whole practice to be focused on women. Now, what's beautiful is it doesn't matter whether you go, whether you're a diver and you go full bore or you're a waiter, right? You will never just attract women. No matter what, the way we do this is we teach you how to really use compelling language. Everything we do at Femex Advisor is designed around what works for women and what is totally authentic. It's Mm -hmm. totally real. And you've got a lot of advisors, Bill, that you interview, and they're all about authenticity. Just be real. But what you need to do is speak in the language of women. You have to get into their head. So what does this mean? Well, some people will change their whole website and make it a female-focused practice. Some will add a tab to their website. And while their website has a great marketing message, when you click on the women's tab, it transforms. It becomes a whole different look, feel, environment, experience. And then other advisors, you're just going to change things, but you're really not going to announce it. There's a gentleman in Florida, Craig Richmond. I think it's Richmond Wealth Management. Anyway, he's this big, burly guy. And he went through my coaching program years ago. And that is his primary marketing tool. And he attracts so many couples. You know, when a couple meets with an advisor who truly understands how to focus, how to connect, and how to get the wife interested and engaged, nine times out of 10, if that wife wants to change, they will change. And advisors always worry about, well, if I start marketing to women, am I going to alienate the men? No, because we do it in different ways. You might say 2023 is the year of the woman. And let me tell you why. That can be the whole focus to your marketing. But no matter what, when you focus on women, people sit up and take notice, whether it's a woman or a man. And that is so powerful. I can see it now. Someone could have on their website, um, 
you know, if you're a woman, click here. If you're a smart man, click here. <laughs> yes. We work, with, we work with women and a few smart men. <laughs> and, you um, know, there was a team that left Smith Barney, the mothership, years and years ago, and they came to me for coaching and they went independent. I said, look, you know, you're competing with hundreds of financial advisors that are independent or that are at Merrill Lynch or that are at what firms. What are you going to do that changes the way you market yourself? And so I convinced them to focus on our, we have a Savvy Women Invest on Purpose seminar. They took that seminar and it opened their door. It created their marketing avenue. Then they started a radio show focused on women. But understand their whole website, they used the same marketing positioning or marketing method that we use, but they created a whole subsite called Savvy Savvy Up. And that came from Savvy Women Invest on Purpose. It will evolve. But the best, Bill, is when you have a team and you have a woman on your team and you just have to let her run with this and let her carve out this niche. So let's let's talk a little bit about um, how advisors adjust. Uh, how, <laughs> for instance, let's let's say you do seminars. Yes. And you decide to do seminars for women. Uh, are these different? How Every, are they different? Yeah. How are they the same? What does that look like? So, what you need to understand is that everything you do has been geared towards the male market. This isn't a diss or anything to, to, to be negative about. The reality is this business was designed by men, built by men to help male advisors attract male clients. And the way men and women think, act, behave is often very different. And so every aspect of your business needs to change in order to prove to women that you actually do things differently. And seminars are a perfect example. The typical seminar is, I speak, you listen, here's a product, sign up now, let's do it. Okay, the best events for women are small, 10, maybe 15 women, and you need to be asking the kinds of questions so that the most talking is done by your audience. So you have to remember that women work really well in community environments. And so when you could create this small, intimate environment, the next thing you know is they're sharing with each other. They're sharing with each other. You're the leader. They feel like they've joined this club. They're expressing things. You will learn more from an event like that for women than you will ever learn about your audience in a big event with 30 people in the seat, you know, butts in the seat, you know, breakfast at Polly's Pies, whatever. You need a very intimate environment. One, it has to be a positive experience. Two, 
it has to be written. Even the Savvy Women Invest on Purpose seminar that we have on our website. What is different about it? Well, there are exercises in there where women share the results of the exercises. Every aspect of it is designed with a flip chart in mind. You're asking women questions and they're and they're giving you the answers. The more they talk, the more brilliant you are. So I, you go ahead, Bill. I just I could see that uh, I'm just imagining uh, like your response if if it's the the larger the group, generally speaking, I think the 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 more intimidated someone might be around sharing number one. And then the smaller the group and it's women, who probably feel good just the fact that they're being, you know, focused upon and and given the extra attention that they didn't used to get, uh, they're going to participate. Where the the men often, and I these know these are generalizations, but will keep things close to the vest. The women are, I guess, a little more oh, likely to open. share. Right? Oh my God, you yeah. have no idea how much they will share. And for presentation skills, when you're hosting events for women. You're, you have to learn how to manage the conversation because it will go off. But here's an interesting thing. And this is a tip for every advisor that all of us can use. There was a, a marriage retreat my husband and I went to, and the speaker said, what are three things that men want from their wives? And so people would volunteer one, they want to feed, they want to be a good provider. Two, they want to be respected. And three, they want to feel like they're a good protector. Now think about that. That's why when you are focused on helping women, that touches on those key things that men want. So then the speaker said, so what are the three things that women want from their husband? And there was silence and a few men would throw out some ideas and even the women. And he said, listen, listen, and listen. <laughs> and that's exactly what my mother said. Michelle never talks to, to me. She only talks to your father. My mother did not have a voice. You must give women a voice and you must listen. That means you have to ask different questions. You have to ask more meaningful questions. Let me give you an example. You've got this 65-year-old woman coming in who has $10 million. And she, most of her life, supported her husband, was a stay-at-home mom. And you sit down and you say, so... Um, Joan, tell me, what are your financial goals? Really? Really? Okay, this is a woman who's never been in the business world, and we're asking her about goals. Not only that, you've just brought her into a conference room. It might be a big boardroom table, and she's sitting in a black leather chair. Now, talk about intimidating. And uh, some friends of a friend of mine and her mother went and saw some advisors at one of Fifth Third Bank. And she goes, Adri, I know investments, but I was intimidated. Here we are, these two women, small women and these three men in business suits. Even that was intimidating. 
you really need to look at creating an environment that makes women feel comfortable, that makes them feel comfortable. And that's huge. This podcast is sponsored by Proudmouth, the influence accelerators. It's tough to be seen as an expert if you're spending most of your time as a salesperson. That's why we help industry experts like you spend less time selling and more time advising by turning you into a trusted subject matter authority. We help amplify your influence over a growing audience of magnetically attracted fans who will chase you down instead. Visit ProudMouth.com to learn more. Be your own loud. As I promised at the top of the show, we have a new tool that you just might want to check out. We call it Rapid Fire Referrals. If you're new to my work, this is a great affordable entry point to start getting great value. And if you've been following me for some time, then this is a great tool to keep our processes and your exponential growth top of mind. One of our advisor clients actually nicknamed Rapid Fire Referrals the Habit Maker. In a nutshell, once per week for 52 weeks, you'll receive a short, high-content video uh, geared to provide actions that you can implement right away to start multiplying your best clients and turning that incremental growth into exponential growth. In addition to the weekly lessons, you'll also get access to a special bonus interview of me that provides you with a great overview of my complete system right at the very beginning. So everything has much more context. Uh, while you may be sick of me after 52 lessons, I guarantee you won't be sick of the results producing ideas provided in each video. So as a listener of Top Advisor Podcast, you'll also receive $100 off the regular investment of $297. So that's 197 for all these lessons and the bonus interview. Just use the coupon code RFR100. So do yourself a favor, head over to rapidfirereferrals.com after this interview, of course, uh, at rapidfirereferrals.com and the coupon code RFR100. Now, back to the conversation with featured guest Adri Miller Heckman. Now, Adri, this is sort of a two-part question. How can advisors build stronger relationships with their female clients? And will that differ in some ways if you're working with a couple versus just a woman? You know, this is another benefit to focusing on women, and that is increased client loyalty. Mm. You don't know, just like my mother, she never expressed discontent with the advisor she was working with. Women won't tell you they're they're not happy. They just leave. So it's really important to use your focus on women to truly engage your existing clients. It doesn't matter if they're single women or couples. The key is incorporating some events, some workshops, some educational tools that are designed for women. That is the best way to share your focus on women with your existing clients, right? And the other piece is your story. Every advisor who focuses on women needs a story, and everyone has one, why they care about women. And when you share your story via email, 
you will get more responses from that story from men and women in your book of business than anything else. Mm. But you can't just go out there and say we're focused on women. The best way is to incorporate workshops, events, Zoom. It might be a market update in the in the language of women, right? Or a, a market update in women's speak. Changing the approach and giving women this unique space is going to be very powerful with your existing book of clients. Mm. I know uh, one uh, woman advisor I interviewed in Kansas City a few years ago, uh, Her the husband would always come in from the couple and uh, he just, he lived, you know, he worked close by and it just became more efficient for him to do it. But they had an agreement where after the meeting, she would always call his wife and read her in on what happened and ask her opinion and make, just That's make awesome. sure she was at the table somehow in some way, even if the husband was kind of doing the in-person meetings. Um, so it's, it's just, you know, getting that message out. It's not like you're replacing the men in, in no. most cases, right? You're just in addition to working with a lot of men and a lot of couples. I'm also uh, doing a lot of work with, with women and just women. So let's, um, let's talk. Uh, how do you talk to men? Uh, the men who are listening, particularly, uh, you know, if they want to start attracting women into their business, um, You've kind of talked about it a little bit. I don't know if there's anything to add, but how do they improve their messaging, uh, you know, without repelling the men? Is there anything else that that needs to be said in that arena that will help the men feel okay, good, they're not being replaced, etc.? Yes, enlist their help. Mm. Enlist their help. Now, one of the ways that you can incorporate this, I I had a program called Thirty Leads in Thirty Days. And the concept was you didn't have to have all this stuff in place. You didn't have to have a new message or anything. You just have to have a desire, an understanding that the industry has not done a good job at cultivating, at engaging, at empowering women. But you don't have to have the answers. So one of the things you can do is spend six months to a year and incorporate this topic into conversations with your clients. And all you need to do by doing so is say, you know, can I ask you a couple questions? And this might be a woman that you meet at a social event or networking event, mm -hmm. and you have great respect for her. And you just say, can I ask you a couple questions? On a scale of one to 10, how confident are you managing the investments for your family? And she might say anything above a five, you congratulate, you say, that's fabulous. How did you get so confident? If it's below a five, what has held you back? And then you just share, you know, one of the things we're focused on this year is really uncovering what we can do differently in order to better engage, connect and empower women. And I would love to hear your thoughts. Just that one statement can open the door to really meaningful conversations. And if it's a man, Bill, I would ask you, 
Let me tell you something, Bill. This industry has done a lousy job of engaging women. How confident is your wife? How involved is she on a scale of one to 10? Do you want her more engaged? Do you want her more involved? And you would say, yes, I just don't know how to get her involved. I I need someone to pull her head out of the sand, actually. (laughs) Well, it's because that the industry has tried to engage them the way they engage men, not making it fun and interesting for women. Good, good point. So let's, uh, this is all such great information. I can't imagine someone isn't inspired to whatever, whether they're dipping or wading. Uh, or diving. Ready, or diving, they're ready to go a little deeper. Uh, so let's wrap this this whole session up with a little conversation about client appreciation. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, in my 30 years in uh, working in this industry, I can say with confidence that Many advisors actually are great at showing their appreciation for their clients. Uh, I encourage people to listen to my interview with Scott Miller, for instance. I just the, his creativity around creating these wow experiences for women, uh, and others are quite abysmal, in fact. Uh, <laughs> but every client, every human being, likes to feel appreciated. What are some of your recommendations for appreciating clients, and is it? different for women and men or some differences, some the same. Let's, let's kind of wrap up with a little of appreciation. I think if you look at society in general, right? Mm -hmm. So many advisors still think a spa day for women is it. No, it's not it. Women, a wine event. Well, it would be for my, my wife, by the way. (laughs) But what is that telling (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Let me tell you, it, it would be except, okay. except what are we saying? That the only way to engage women is through beauty, is through many pities, is through things of that sort. Stereotypical and things. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, but what if we had an amazing woman speaker? Or what if you had um, a wine event? right? That was geared for women. Those are very powerful. That So you want to think forward. And even the older women want more progressive ideas. A golf event, a golf clinic just for women. So there are so many different things, but you have to do what you love. And if you're excited about it, then they will be excited about it. But I always recommend that you incorporate something fun, interesting. Think about it. Women are, their brains are going three different directions all the time. Whereas my husband can focus on one thing at a time. I can't. So create an event where women get three things out of it. Knowledge, social, inspiration. Use those as your criteria, and that's a win-win. Knowledge, something social about it. Social, you get to socialize. Yes, you get to learn. Yes. And then inspiring, motivational, et cetera, et cetera. I love it. Yes. Um, Adri, if, if our listeners would like to learn more about how you work with advisors, where should they go? How should they reach out to you? 
you know, reach out to femexadvisor.com. You can either book a strategy call to learn more about our programs, or you can just do a contact to us if you're looking to incorporate this into your practice, into your team, and you're not sure what's the best approach. Great. Thank you. Femex Advisor. Yes. And that'll be in the show notes as well. My featured guest for today's show has been Adri Miller-Heckman, creator of Femex Advisor Program, host of Femex Advisor Podcast, author, I love the book title, Keys to the Ladies' Room. Adri, thank you for all that you've shared today in today's interview and your dedication to our industry. Much appreciated. Thank you. And ditto to you, Bill. Thank you. Thank, thank you. If you haven't already, head over to referralcoach.com forward slash resources to sign up for our weekly tips and access to a ton of free guides, scripts, videos, all kinds of good stuff there. And uh, check out one of our newest tools, which is rapidfirereferrals.com and use RFR100 to save $100 on that already modest investment. This is Bill Cates reminding you that ideas do not make you more successful, only acting on those ideas will bring you the success you desire. Thanks for stopping by today. Thank you for listening to the Top Advisor Podcast, brought to you by Proud Mouse Pod Rocket Academy. I encourage you to visit my website, referralcoach.com, for links to my books, online courses, and to register for the Cates Academy.